I mean, I just don't see what all the fuss was about. Yeah, me neither. Man, I was just away for a couple of days. I come back, a two-nothing win seemed pretty matter-of-fact to me. I don't know what the big deal. I don't know know what you're screaming about today, getting people fired and... The hitting coach fired, well, and the manager well, fired, and the general manager fired, and bring Gibby back. You're doing all this stuff today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just kind of, you know, dude yeah. coming off holiday. I don't know what the big deal is. What the hell, you are the good luck charm. I am indeed. Sure. You know me. You are. I am the I am the ray of I am the proverbial silver lining on oh, your cloud, Mister Barker. Thank you know goodness, that. Blair's back. Indeed, indeed. Two nothing. The Blue Jays. A very matter of fact win. A piece of cake. A morceau de gâteau, as they would say in Montreal. A two wow. nothing, I think that's how they say it. A two nothing Blue Jays win tonight in the second of three games against the Orioles. <laughs> I'm pretty certain that's what it. That's what it is. Uh, the third and final game of this series goes tomorrow at twelve ten, which is an ungodly hour to play baseball. Nonetheless, uh, that is what we're left with. That game will, of course, be right here on Sportsnet five ninety, the fan of Sportsnet. So. The numbers to call is always 416-870-0590, star 591 590 <clears throat> Kevin, I hate to say I told you so, but the little segment we did, actually, you know, I love to say I told you so. The little segment we did on our show today, uh, the over-under, uh, the line for you say Kikuchi and outs was uh, 15 and a half. I took it. And... Um, knowing full well that you say Kikuchi was going to sail, sail through six innings. All kidding aside, given what happened yesterday in that 11 nothing win, given how the bullpen earned that 11 nothing loss, given how the bullpen had been shredded as well on Sunday, this was precisely what John Schneider needed to see from you say Kikuchi, wasn't it? Yeah, you'll never hear me say this again. I was glad I'm wrong. I was wrong today. Yeah, yeah, good. Congratulations that you got it right. Oh, it's not First like it's a ever. rarity. Well, it's the first time ever. No, it's not really. But. Yeah, yeah. well, there's a, there's a couple of things when you say Kikuchi we look at all the time, right? It's fastball velocity. That's sitting around 96 miles an hour. He threw, he threw that about a little over 50% of the time in the zone. That's a big deal because that makes the curveball and the slider that much better, right? Now you got to respect the velocity because he's throwing it in the zone. And now because it's balanced and he's throwing curveball and slider, what he throw curveball 21 times, do the slider 20 times, right? It's a little unpredictable. You really don't know what's coming because of the balance and because of how much he throws the fastball in the zone and how hard the fastball is, that allows him to go a little bit deeper in the game. And that's exactly what the doctor ordered. That's exactly what you mentioned, right? It's just amazing how much better this team looks because of the offensive woes. When this guy on the mound who's starting – sort of commands the zone with a couple of good pitches, right? Can, you know, get good hitters out with multiple ways, right? Mm -hmm. It's the elevated fastball. If he's got to throw in to a righty, he can do that. If he's got to get ahead and be a little unpredictable, oh-oh, he can throw the little slow breaking ball. You know, he's sort of eliminated the split change. I mean, he threw it enough, I guess, to make the fastball look that much harder, but it was the slider. Uh, it was the getting swings on the slider. It was throwing the curveball enough. It was the velocity on the fastball. I mean, if you could draw it up, I don't know if you're John Snyder and you're sitting at home and you're thinking, man, a 12-10 start tomorrow. Boy, I sure wish you say Kikuchi could go six innings and just dreams come true, Jeff. Yeah, every now and then they do. And it'll be quite a pitching matchup tomorrow as well. It'll be Kevin Gossman against Sandy Alcantara. 
That's got uh, an hour and 40 minutes written all nice, over it. Nice job. It's just, you, just, <laughs> you just jinxed it into a 16-inning game. It's going to see Ernie Clement <laughs> finishing it off against John Bertie or something like Long that. As long as they win. Long as they win. That's right. We're... To heck with the brown or with the uh, to heck with the artistic merit points right now. We just want to win. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. Last night it was all about Luis Arias going five for five. Tonight, I guess the you know the, there were obviously the ninth inning. Dalton Varsho goes into center field, makes a couple of nice defensive plays after Kevin Kiermaier comes out for pinch hitter. Want to talk about that in a minute? But to me. The fourth inning, Arias leads off with the single, and the Jays turn a uh, uh, turn the double play. That I think more than anything else, because at that point, to that point, Kikuchi had retired the first nine batters. Arias gets on. Now you're thinking, okay, how does he get out of this? Kevin damage control gets a double play, gets a ground ball out uh, to get out of that inning. Uh, you know, retires Amaya. And and this is the this is the at bat that really stuck with me. You got runner in scoring position finally for the Marlins in the sixth inning. And um you've got Luis Arias coming up to the plate. John Schneider sticks with you say Kikuchi. He gets a ground ball out. The Jays get out of that. And um, you know, that that to me there was a couple of instances there where in the past we might have seen some issues from you say Kikuchi. But he just looked he looked really, really good today. Pace was good. I thought he and Danny Jansen were on the same page most of the time. Just a really well pitched game tonight. Absolutely. Well, John Snyder, who you want in Garcia versus Soler or you want in Yusei versus Arise? That that that's sort of what that came down to, right? Is, well, the old third time through, and you know, I'm I frankly if it's me, I'd ra- I'd rather see I'd rather let Kikuchi well, have this it. guy. Absolutely, he's earned it. He did. He did earn it. You, you know, you, sometimes every once in a while, you may have. You know, you may be watching with one eye closed, but that's okay, right? You, you're you're praying. Get ahead with the heater, middle away and down. Make a good pitch. Really good hitter's going to take that. You get ahead, and then you start flipping sliders. You make good sliders. You don't hang it. He made a good pitch. He rolls over. He gets out of the inning. That's what you got to have for your manager. You got to occasionally have trust in one of your guys to make a big pitch, get a big out in a big part of the season. That's exactly what you said. Did good for him. I'll tell you why, Kevin. I don't know about you, but I when I watched that game start and I saw George Springer, uh, George Springer wincing after that one swing, right, and and then then I see Bo shaking his left sure. wrist after that one one swing, and I'm thinking, oh God, this does not this just did not feel like it was going to be. Uh, that it was going to be the Jays' night, but as it turned out, it was no real offensive explosion from the Blue Jays. Vladdy Jr., his big play of the game was a defensive play, uh, turned in, and uh, the bottom of the lineup, the pinch hitters coming through, John Schneider, he's got, he had Spencer Horowitz and Kevin Kiermaier, two lefties at the bottom of the order, uh, and, and, and when the Marlins brought their lefty in, he pinch hits, Santiago Espinal gets a double, and uh, Ernie Clement singles, goes to second on the throw, scoring Spencer Horowitz, and George Springer delivers him a 2 nothing win for the Blue Jays. And one of those nights where, you know, John Schneider pushed the right buttons. And no uh, and, and frankly, and I'm also going to say this too, you know, I, I think getting, getting Eric Swanson out of there at the right time, was that was a good decision too, because you pointed out earlier, you, just, you didn't think that splitty, was uh, wasn't, 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 real, wasn't, wasn't real good tonight. 
Absolutely. Tim Mesa came in, made a big pitch, turned a double play. You know, it's always fun to watch Vladdy pointing at, a, at the goal. goal <laughs> on his like I mean, it's tremendous. Like, uh, you know, the guy, the guy's having the season he's having offensively and then he can do kind of things like that. They needed to, they needed to turn that double play late in the game mm-hmm. on the road when you're struggling to score runs and, you know, your pitching's been really good. And, you know, they played good defense. They ran the bases. Espinal scored on that, on that little blooper. Clements, you know, went to second base on the throw and then scored on another blooper like they're running the bases the way they're supposed to be running you mentioned the solid defense uh vladdy made that play we were talking about chapman made the bow almost play bow makes a play that looking back now that keeps that that it, it, it keeps a run off the board i mean the throw there's i have no idea how he how he even got the ball towards first base yeah i'm not sure he did either so yeah this is <laughs> that, i think that, he wants to do is, it again Absolutely. As long as Vladdy's pointing at you, telling you there good you job, go. that's all that matters. So, yeah, Kiermaier made a nice play in center. Varsho made a couple of nice plays. What you have to do when you're not hit, you got to do all, everything else right. 416-870-0591-888-666-0590, star 590. It is a winning edition of Blue Jays Talk tonight. Kevin Barker and myself with you until 10 o'clock. The Jays 2-0 winners over the Marlins. The rubber match of this series goes tomorrow at 1210. It will be a good one, folks. It'll be Kevin Gossman against Sandy Alcantara, uh, two of the very best pitchers in the game going at it. Russ in Florida. Whereabouts are you in Florida, Russ? Uh, Leaving the Marlins Blue Jays games. I'm still in the garage, but leaving right now. How the hell can you still be in the garage and there's only 9,000 people there? It's a great question. Uh, There was was people there tonight. There was a lot of Blue Jay fans again, so that was nice. I respectfully disagree with you on one thing. I would have walked. Okay, arise. I, I, the guy. It's not a. You're not. You're not. You know, disrespecting Kikuchi by walking. Here's a guy who's hitting 400. He's hitting the ball left field, right field. It, he's hitting the ball everywhere, and you can't score. And it's zero zero. Yeah, I would have walked him. And I was just laughing because I was sitting right there and I, I screamed at Schneider exactly the way you drew it up, Espanol. And Clement to, to carry the offense, but you know any win right now is a good win. Um, you know, I, I like you said, Kikuchi was good, but it, it wasn't like it was you know the 1927 Yankees murderers row that lineup. Lineups had a lot of hard time score, a hard time scoring runs. So it's a nice win, but like you guys said, two runs again. You know yeah. that's the 22nd time in the last 34 games that the Toronto Blue Jays have scored. Three or less runs. Yeah, yeah I think they're maybe it's twenty-one or twenty-two. It's just it's crazy. They just can't score, and you know it's just they're gonna this offense at some point's gonna have to hit. Yeah, Russ. A couple of things I want you to hold in the line, but but you know you you make the point about the offense, and we're getting you know, we're gonna get to the point where we're gonna have to start talking about trades at the trade deadline. And I'm almost wondering right now if you're the Blue Jays. You look at the minor league system now. Addison Barger is off the IL and AAA right now. But I'm wondering if you're the Blue Jays as you get close to the trade deadline. I don't think you can approach it as being a team buying talent for this year. I think you have to take a longer term view of what you're going to do with this team because you aren't signing. You aren't re-signing Matt Chapman. You're going to have to have a different third baseman next year. You may have to have another. You may have to move Kevin Kiermaier or Whit Merrifield at the deadline. You may want to do that anyhow. Um, I, I think if you're the Blue Jays, you've got to take that approach. I don't know how you feel, but I think you've got to take that approach. You've got to add something that helps you next year. 
and you know what? If it's if it's an add to the lineup, by default, it's going to help you this year as well. I I, I, I can hear you. You know, you can you can always argue both sides. I can one hundred percent hear you. Listen, right now, you know, once you make the playoffs, anything can happen. But if you really look at this team, you're going to play. If you play Balti, you know, I keep saying. Six seed's going to be the best seed yeah. because you're going to get the the, the the central division. That's true. If you play Baltimore, you play Baltimore. That team's going to score. We've seen it. What they score? They scored six mm-hmm. runs, six, eight, and then they scored eleven, and they scored. They only scored two the next night, and then they scored four the next night. When they played the Jays in six games. So my point is, they're going to score runs off you, and there's going to be a lot. You know what? You think Boston? I, I don't think they're going to be there, but they're staying in the race. I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle stays in it. How Anaheim's going to stay in it? So it's going to be, you know, it's not like last year where there's going to be a lot of teams bundled up. And I think, you know, Tampa and Baltimore, and obviously the West is Texas are the the leaders in this, you know, in the American League. And then it's a little bit of a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. And if the Blue Jays can hit, they're not going to, you know, it's a nice, like I said, it's a nice win tonight, right. but. Two runs, two runs. Not Russ, do you go to? Do you spend a lot of time in Florida? No, I go for the Jays. I was. Oh, there okay, no, I. Okay, to, yeah, no, I was wondering if you were maybe if you maybe spent time because I was going to ask you about the Marlins and uh, I, the, the Marlins intrigue me because I think they're going to hang around just enough to be a factor. And boy, they've got the pitching that I think. Yeah. I'm not certain you'd want to run into that pitching in the postseason if it's healthy. I'm they're an intriguing team to me. I would love to see them. I would love to see them to, do something at the they deadline. They have to, but they're they're another team that has to be able to score runs. Yep. Uh, obviously, Atlanta looks like they're going to. You know, I hate saying it because I love him, but Mr. Anthopoulos is going to win another division this year. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. It's not. I I like the guy. He was such a good guy, but. You know, we gave him up, and it seems like everything he makes trades, they just work out. I, you know, that team's going to win. But, you know, Florida, there's not a lot of – it's a good place to play. There's not a lot of pressure here. No one expects much. No one comes to the games, you know, booing or things. That they, You know, if they win, they win. And it's a good atmosphere to be playing in because, like I said, there's no pressure on these players. And you're 100% right. If They, they, they could compete, you know, for a, for a wild card, 100%. Russ, I'm going to let you run, man. Drive safely, my friend. Thanks for calling. See you, buddy. Russ in Florida. 416-870-0590. Star 591-888-666-0590. We are uh, monitoring John Schneider's postgame availability. I've got to think a lot of it will be about the pitching decision. What did you make of that, Kevin? Did you have any, did you have any doubt at all when, when, uh, with Kikuchi facing Arias? Did you have any thought at all? Yeah, I think that's more about Jimmy Garcia than it is you say Kikuchi, right? Yep. I mean, if if you're thinking about bringing Jimmy Garcia in with the fastball command issues that he's had, he really doesn't know where it's going, right? We saw the 0-2 fastball center cut middle middle. You just can't do those kind of things, right? And against good hitters, dudes that can hit homers, you got to locate, add and subtract, have quality stuff, right? Your misses have to be quality. You got to have some tougher takes out of the hand and. I think that for me is more about again. You got to sometimes weigh on the guy that's on the mound who's doing the job. I like mm-hmm. it. Like it's sooner or later your manager's got to raise his hand and go, "I'm the big boy in the room. I I know what I'm seeing." 
Go, go let him stand out there. I get who's standing at the plate, and I get what he's been trying to do. But you say he's gotten him out a couple of times, right? You make quality pitches to a guy. At least if he makes the quality pitch, he gets a hit. You tip your hat to him. Mm-hmm. But he made a good pitch. You got him out. You get some confidence to a dude. That's what your manager's there for. Good for both of them, I say. Brad and Nipigon, you're on Blue Jays Talk. Yeah, you guys just uh, came up with exactly what I wanted to talk about. Uh, these individuals who have been absolutely lambasted by the fan base in both the past and pretty recently, including Kikuchi and Schneider. Both have been huge targets, but today Schneider's decision to keep Kikuchi ended up being massive, but not because of the outcome of the game, but because you say is a guy who you need to keep confident to keep him rolling. And uh, with his ERA dropping under four, not just that, uh, he's totally pitching well and above beyond the 10 mil he's earning this year. Yeah, listen, th- thanks for the call. Look, I think it's pretty clear... Uh, you- if you are John Schneider right now, Kevin, what do you have confidence in? What do you know? But, but starting pitching. What do you know exactly? That's what you know. You've got confidence in now. They've you know uh, Barrios had the hiccup uh, last night, and Bassett wasn't uh, wasn't great. But you still you have to think that the next time out Barrios is going to look something more like the guy you saw earlier in the year and, and ditto same thing, same thing for Bassett. And, and I think maybe what you saw tonight with Kikuchi was, was a reflection of that. You know, I, I think John, it, the, I don't know if it will be a turning point, but if, if Kikuchi goes on to have a decent year, we may look back at that, that sort of meltdown we saw from him in the last start when John took yep. him out and he threw his glove yep. uh, against the wall. We may look back at that as maybe not a turning point, but that might have might have sent a little message to John. You took me out too soon. Exactly. And I'm not happy with it. And I think maybe if you're a manager, at, as the season goes on, you need – you need to see that from guys. I'm not saying you need to see guys pitch a fit and throw stuff around. I'm saying you need to see a guy show you that he thinks he has more in the tank and that you took him out too early. I think that's a pretty good thing, and I think you saw you saw that message resonate a little bit tonight. And it was kind of, okay, that's, you know, John, you feel John that way, here the- you go. Yeah, John said without saying, "I saw you." There you go. Yep. Good. You you you've shown me something. Like your 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 fastball command's been really good. Your two secondary pitches been really good. You're on the same page with your catcher. I know who's hitting. And but that dude's left-handed. I don't Make know about you, Kevin. Too. Get him out. I don't know about you, but if the Jays had a couple of runs, had scored a couple of runs early in the game, if the score's three nothing at that point or something like that, I'm betting he sends him out for the seventh inning. Yeah, maybe. I'm betting he sends him out for the seventh inning again. At that point, the game was close. And, you know, you've got Soler, De La Cruz, and Gurriel coming up. But, um, yeah, I, I just I, – I, I thought that was – I thought that was an interesting point. And it's something we talked about with John Schneider in our show. And, and you know, maybe later in the year uh, – later in the year we will end up revisiting it. Got to talk about the pinch hits the Jays got today from Santiago Espinal, uh, Ernie Clement. You – now look, Ernie Clement is a 26th guy in the team. He's a bench guy. Yep. But from what you've seen of him in small, just small, small, small sample sizes, you think there's something useful there, don't you? Absolutely. Uh, does he look like he's been there before? Absolutely. Does not look overwhelmed. 
Absolutely not. Like, he just looks like, even with the two-strike thing today, it would look just like I'm short, I'm quick, I'm not trying to do too much, I'm just trying to throw barrel at baseball and give myself a chance to be productive. Like, that's... And he looks like one of them dudes could sit over there for a couple of days, come off the bench because of how simple it looks. And he looks hitterish. I ain't saying he's going to hit a bunch of homers, but all he has to do is stay up the middle, try and hit velocity a little bit. He looks like he can hit velocity. He looks like he can put a breaking ball and play with two strikes. That's all you got to do. He looks like he can play decent enough defense in the infield. So, yeah, I don't mind that. I, I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to give John more options late in games, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, He always talks about pockets. You know, you talk about pockets with a pen. <clears throat> he talks a lot about pockets with his lineup, where he puts the two lefties back-to-back. So if he does have to pinch it because the other team's got four lefties out of the pen who are really good, you may think you have to pinch it for, you know, a couple of lefties with a couple of righties. You'd rather do that in a row. You'd rather yeah. do that <clears throat> at the end of your lineup and instead of in the middle of your lineup because of who's coming up after those two guys. So it's almost genius. And again, you're just trying to give John better options. So when you do have the lefty in and the lefty is on the mound, is really tough on lefties and you got to go to somebody. You're just trying to go to the right person. And yeah, I like Santi's at bats. I think he's short and quick. He looks fresh. Bat looks quick. He looks like he can get the head out on velocities, which what you have to do. So, yeah, I like both of them guys. I, I think now all of a sudden they got a little bit of a bench. <clears throat> That's not going to hurt them. That's the point in having a good bench. 416-870-0590, star 591, 888-666-0590. The Blue Jays, 2 nothing winners over the Miami Marlins tonight. This was John Schneider, the Blue Jays manager, talking about Yusei Kikuchi. He threw the out of the ball, really. I mean, he threw the out of it. Fastball, slider, changeup, uh, curveball. I mean, best he's been. He was, it looked like he was on a mission. You know, that's a tough lineup. You know, eight out of nine righties and um, a guy hitting 400 at the top. So it's um, probably his best outing to date. I think no walks, six punch outs, efficient, um, allowed us to line the bullpen up correctly. He was outstanding tonight. Well, hey, now we did. how about he, that? What word do you think he said, Kev? I can't. I can't yeah. say that word. I'd, would well, I be fired for that word? Probably. Yeah. Uh, it, clearly, though, uh, you you hear, I think, in John Schneider's voice, uh, the sense of relief. Like, th- this is this was a relief for him tonight. There, there's not much doubt about that. Now, you got to feel a little better again. You've got Kevin Gossman going. Then you got the off day. Then you got Oakland coming back in. And I'm not going to go down the road of this is an easy part of the schedule, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera, because when you're scoring two runs a game, there is no easy part of the schedule. The easy part of the schedule is called off day when you're scoring two <laughs> runs a game. Uh, but you heard in John Schneider's voice, I think, the just the the sense of – and I think a sense of satisfaction, you know, because you, th- yeah. you, you think back – think of what this team has kind of ridden through. The ups and well, not the ups and downs. Mostly some, the downs with tension, you say Kikuchi. Is your point. There's some tension around that team now. There's some tension with the manager. There's some tension with all the coaches, right? There's some tension in that clubhouse. Dudes know they ain't hitting. Dudes know they ain't living up to it. Dudes know they're in fourth place. Dudes know they're not in a wild card spot, and they should be. They know all this. They mm-hmm. hear the rumblings. They read Twitter when they shouldn't be reading Twitter, they know what's going on. You could hear it in John's voice that they needed a big-time start. I ain't saying this is the biggest, some of the biggest games of the year, but you need some steps forward. You need some dudes to take a step that says, yeah, I sort of figured it out, 
and I'm going to carry on from here, and hopefully this is a step in the right direction. And they've got the big boy going tomorrow. If they can figure out how to not mess up defensively, not run into outs, not give the other team easy runs because of who they're pitching, give them a chance to have the big inning like they did tonight. Maybe they can run out of there with two out of three. Kevin, that double that Vladdy hit where he kind of brought his hands inside. It's amazing. That, see, that's the stuff. It's the 3-1 pitch he swung at that's not even close. Yeah. That I was throwing my hands in the air going, what are you doing? How, how, where are you hitting that? And then he takes the 3-2 pitch that's a little elevated that's on the black and hits a linea with a little bit of side spin to right center for a double. That's the elite stuff, Jeff. That's you know what, what the problem is, though? Now he's going to think, he, think he can hit that pitch all the time now. Absolutely. Well, maybe but, he can if he has better direction, lets the ball travel, yeah. keeps his hands closer to his body, and thinks right center instead of trying to pull everything because he hasn't hit a home run in a year. That's the thing, right? Build off of that. Build on where it went instead of where it was at, and hopefully he can catch fire. And I don't know about you, but they're going to need him. John would sleep better if Vladimir Guerrero Jr. got hot. Yeah, I think everybody huh. I think everybody would, uh, would sleep better. That's... I mean, let's face it, that's that's what's missing right now. No question. That's what's missing. Starting pitching is there. Bullpen, eh. I mean, you got they'll your guys. They'll piece it and you, together. They'll piece it together. Uh, you know, the rest Jordan of the Amon lineup. Jordan has been really good, though. Jordan he, Amon has been good. He's made pitches when he's had to make them. Jordan Amon has been good. I mean, uh, you, you don't like to boil it down to one guy, but I, I, it's on Vladdy now. I, I can't put it any other way. It's totally on Vladdy. And he's got to pick it up soon because if he doesn't pick it up soon – with all due respect to Brandon Belt, your cleanup hitter, with all due respect to Brandon Belt, if Lighty doesn't pick it up soon, uh, this team's going to be lucky to uh, to get into the wild card. I'll I'll just say that. I think that's what it's there, come down to. We there seen might enough. be some hitting. We've there seen, might be some hitting coaches getting fired because well, Vladdy's not getting hot. Would not, frankly, that would not surprise me. It's never a good sign when your best players, your best hitters, aren't hitting. And a couple nope. of them, a couple of their big boys, now Chapman had a, a bit of a game tonight, but a couple of their big boys have not been hitting. And as, as we said in Blair and Barker today, you know what? It, it ain't always fair, but somebody, somebody pays the price. We've all seen it. Somebody pays the price. 416-870-0590, star 591, triple A, triple six, zero five ninety. We will step away. We'll come back with more of your calls. Take a look at the American League East. It's Blue Jays talk on Sportsnet 590, the fan and the Sportsnet radio network. When you have a lot of guys that maybe aren't swinging the bat the way they want to, you know, your initial reaction is like, oh, you want to swing your way out of it or whatever it is. But really for us, I think we have to kind of like take a step back, really lock in on approach and, and take team at-bats, you know, and be able to string together good at-bats. You know, we don't even have to, you don't have to go up there and hit a homer. You don't have to go up there and get a hit. Just make the pitcher work. Give give yourself a chance. Swing at the right pitches, you know, and just kind of get back to simplifying it. What pitch am I looking for? Swing at the right pitch. And if we can string together consistent at-bats and make pitchers work and be tough outs, you know, chances are we're going to be able to, you know, bust open some runs eventually. You know, I think when you string together good at-bats like that and you make pitchers work and you get guys on base continually throughout innings, it makes it a lot tougher on guys to navigate longer lineup. Yeah, that's true, but don't be afraid to hit the odd home run either. Time for the made. What do you look at me like that, Parker? Time for the Major League Standings Watch presented by Bet365. With Bet365, you can watch thousands of live games, build your own bet, and you can even make a bet while the game's still being played 19-plus. Play responsibly, Ontario only. Quite a game in Tampa Bay tonight. The uh, Orioles are leading the Rays 
8-6 to six in the bottom of the ninth inning. Tampa's got a man on. Uh, the Boston Red Sox are beating up on the Minnesota Twins, 8 nothing in the top of the eighth inning, and Garrett Cole was brilliant tonight as the New York Yankees beat the Seattle Mariners 3-1. I'm not... I know everybody includes the Mariners, Kevin, in uh, mm-hmm. in the postseason. I don't, I'm just not seeing it with them. I, I'm sorry, I'm not seeing it with the Mariners. I, I'm, I just, I, I think the Mariners. I, I look at the teams currently in the wild card race. I think the Mariners are going to end up falling out of it. I, I just don't think they're that good. I don't think they're got that good at all. Um, but anyhow, the uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. American League East standings: Tampa Bay, fifty-one and. 24. This would be their third loss in a row if they lose tonight. The Baltimore Orioles are 44 and 27. The Yankees are 40 and 33. Toronto's 40 and 35. They're a game out of the wild card. Boston Red Sox are 38 and 35. They're only two back of the wild card now. Don't look now, but the Red Sox have won five in a row. And uh, it's all getting bunched up in the American League, the American League East right now. 38 and 35, good enough to be 12 games out. 36 and 37 gets you the lead in the uh, AL Central, but we shouldn't even really talk about that because that's uh, because I said I wouldn't talk about that. Because then people say, <laughs> well, it just shows you how weak that. Never mind. Chris in Oshawa, you're on Blue Jays talk. Hey, fellas, how you doing? Uh, I know before the break, you touched on quickly on hitting coaches possibly losing their job due to lack of performance. And my question was your thoughts on if the Jays were to fall short on a wild card bid this year, at what point do uh, Shapiro and Atkins have to face some blame for the names that have gone out versus the names that have come in and say lack of performance that has been produced based on that? Thanks, Mike. Yeah, I don't know about you, Kevin. I think if they don't make the playoffs, Ross Atkins is gone. Um, You know, Mark Shapiro. Mark Shapiro... And we have to be careful here because I, I've never, I don't really know sort of where the break in responsibility is between Mark and Ross when it comes to the roster, right? Like I'm obviously because Mark is the guy that talks to ownership. A substantial financial move would require Mark, I think, to take it to, to, to ownership. Absolutely. Yep. I don't think Mark decides whether Ernie Clements, the dude that gets called up, or Nathan Lucas is here. Or I don't think no he way. has a role in 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 that in that part of the game at no. all. I don't know about trades necessarily. I do know that the past two years, you know, fans roll their eyes, but the past two years, Mark's job has been largely trying to get the renovations at the Rogers Center done. And you know, roll your eyes all you want. That that's generating the revenue that's going to allow you to carry a $270 million payroll. I'll tell you what, if the Rogers Center renovations didn't go through, there's no way in hell this team's payroll would be what it is right now. So that, I think, is kind of the major area of responsibility for Mark. Look, I'll say this. Mark is here as long as he wants to be here. He'll be here until until a, a, a job comes along that interests him more. He's here until he decides that he isn't here anymore. I think it's a little more complicated with Ross. I really do. And if they don't make the playoffs this year, um, big payroll didn't make the playoffs. I, I think at that point, and oh by the way, James Click is in the front yeah. office. James Click's yeah. got a World Series ring. I think if they don't make the playoffs, uh, 
I, I don't think Ross is back next year. I, I don't know how you feel. I, I think that's pretty pretty straightforward. Yeah, I think the expectation is pretty high for this team, this organization. You know, you're trying to live up to a high standard of what Mark wants it to be, and ownership is bought in, right, with the renovations and how much money they're spending. And, you know, there is doesn't seem like there's an end here, right? They'll mm-hmm. spend until they win a World Series, and that's what you want ownership to try and do. I think you have I'm to convince – I, I think you have to convince – because it is a publicly traded company. I, you, you have to convince ownership that you are doing – you are spending the money for a reason. No, no I think that's – the idea around here all along has been, if the move makes sense, we'll do it. You, know, you look at the yep. free agent contracts this, this organization has given out. And I make the point, look at the money they've eaten in the past three years as well to move yep. players or to, you know, to swallow a bad contract. Yep. Um, it's, it seems pretty obvious that if there's a move to make that helps this team get better – Ownership will pony up. And it's like anything else. If if I can make a move that makes me better and is only going to cost me $5 million, and I got another move sitting here that makes me equally as good, but it's going to cost me $20 million, it's only good business to do the $5 million thing. I mean, it just yeah. is. That's not because I'm cheap or anything like that. It's because if I can get this many wins for $5 million versus the same number of wins for $20 million, I'm taking the $5 million I, I, I'm taking the $5 million uh, Sounds, win bid instead. Absolutely. It sounds like there's a little pre- pressure on Ross come trade deadline to, to make a good move to make this team a little bit better, right? We, 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 we know what they need. You know, they don't have quality depth in some places. And they don't have a cleanup hitter. Yeah. Like, I, I, how, how do you get them? That's I, the thing, right? It's, that's it's my the question fear. of – Absolutely. How do you get them? But I, this is a big trade deadline for, for Ross and the organization to – to, you know, feel some blanks in what's happening here. Underperforming with certain players, I don't think you can bank on that. But you can bank on having some better quality, and right now they don't have that, and it's for, sort of up to Ross. Look, Go out and get it. They have, they have no depth. They have no minor league pitching depth, uh, and the lineup is incomplete. And, I, I again, I've said this lineup looks to me like a lineup. It, it looks to me like there was a trade that fell through or a free agent signing that fell through in the offseason season. And I'll look at this lineup and go, it just doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense that a team with this type of payroll would rely. And I'm not just hammering on Brandon Belt, but it makes no sense you'd rely on Brandon Belt. It, it just doesn't. That, that can't have been your plan A or, frankly, your plan B. It, it can't have been. And, and if it was, boy, then you got to ask some serious questions. Then you got to yeah, ask some I, serious questions about your planning. I, yeah, I don't think yeah, that may not have been plan B. Uh, that might have been playing C or D. Garvey and Scarborough, you want to talk about the manager? Well, you know what? After listening to to you guys, you know, I guess our current situation. Well, let me make the best use of my time. Sure. Put put Don Mattingly in the leadership role. We need a leader. It's Why? not going to come from the GM or or the president. It's going to come on the field. Arguably, the best first, you know, offensive hitting first baseman. And look at our first baseman. He's not hitting very well. Yeah, like, I mean, well, okay. <laughs> all right. Go ahead, finish let, your let thought. Me, yeah, yeah. Let, let me, um, I mean, I'm a Shopsies guy when it comes to hot dogs, man. We don't, like, Schneider, like, why? Like, why Schneider? Why? Why, why is he in that position? We, we replaced Montorio with Schneider. Obviously, he, he, he lacks leadership skills, and he's a victim of Murphy's Law. He continues to make the 
the bad decision, the worst decision, the wrong decision every time. Except he didn't tonight. I mean, he didn't tonight? Well, I mean, okay, whatever. We won a game tonight. Let's let's talk about uh, Varsho for Kirk a couple days ago, Mm -hmm. right? Why would you, like, Varsho arguably is the best player on our team defensively, offensively. Uh, no. That shortstop's yeah, pretty good. No, you're short. No, no, no. Okay, well, no, he's not. Sorry, I'm, enti- not. I'm entitled to my opinion. So, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll but that's on. a bad one. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, why would you pinch hit for Barsho in that situation when he hit a home run? Why, why are you doing Montgomery Burns in the in the whole in the baseball Simpsons episode to play the percent percentages? I love Kirk. I love Captain Kirk, but he's not. He doesn't have the wonder bread. Like doesn't have the wonder bread. Okay, I'm sorry. Wants, sorry, no, man. No, he wants to. He wants to put a righty versus a lefty. Is is what is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. All right, and I think that was a wrong so, move. Well, let and me. He, okay, let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this. Um, Rob Thompson took the Phillies to the World Series last year. He a leader? All right. Can I can I counter that question? And and then you guys can like never talk to me again. Okay. Is Paul Beeson still grandfathered as no. he uh no he's not? All right. Well listen, I'm not sure who Rob Thompson is. I know who Pat Gillick is, and I'm a big fan of the Blue Jays. I was named after Steve Garvey. Yeah, but Rob well, Thompson got... Rob Thompson took the Phillies to the World Th- thanks for the call, took the Phillies to the World Series last year. I don't think Rob Thompson was a very good bench coach, a, a longtime bench coach. Um my my point is this. Um good players don't make great coaches. And with all due respect to Don Mattingly, who's had a great career, he's not the best offensive and defensive first baseman I've seen. But with all due respect to Don Mattingly, he hasn't got a ton of World Series rings as a manager. Like, we've got this whole idea about Don Mattingly and leadership. Um, You know, I'd like to see Don Mattingly maybe have a bigger role and Victor Martinez have a bigger role in in, in some some of the offensive planning. I'd like to yep. see that because I'd rather see guys with a reputation and guys who've been there, guys who've been 0 for 5 or 0 for 15 and guys who've been 10 for 15. I want to see guys like that talking to guys like Chapman and Bo about what to do. I am a big believer in that compared to guys that just hold iPads for dudes. But I think we got to be a little careful here uh, about Donnie baseball because, as I said, there are a lot of flaws with Don Mattingly as a manager. All you have to do is look at some of the things that happened with L.A., some of the things in Florida. Don't forget, Donnie Baseball lost track of the number of times he'd made a trip to the mound as well. It wasn't just John Schneider that did that. That happened to Don Mattingly. So I'm not saying that that thought hasn't crossed people's minds. I'm sure it has. Uh, I'm sure John Schneider realizes that his position uh, depends on this team's ability to, uh, to go to the playoffs this year. But uh, I would be, you know, Kevin, I, I don't know how you feel, but I just don't automatically equate great players as being great managers because I've been around great players who've been really crap managers. Yeah, look, I, I, I don't look at managers the way everybody else does. I, I, it's about when you take the pitcher out, right? I mean, John Snyder's had some hiccups when it comes to that. Uh, he, all you can do is, is gr- grow from it. I think he's done that. Uh, the The part that the caller brought up about why do you take out Dalton Varsho against Will Smith? Lefties against Will Smith this year hitting right around 100. Dalton Varsho in 170 at-bats in the last year and a half against lefties has hit like one homer, right? I, that's that's what you're doing. Your team's down two runs. You'd rather have three righties in a row than a lefty and two righties in a row. You're giving yourself the best chance you can. It's not John's fault that the righty he want, that he's going to is Alejandro Kirk. This gets back to the Ross Atkins thing that you were talking about earlier. Yep. Really good point.
Two nothing. The Blue Jays have beaten the Miami Marlins. The third game of the series goes tomorrow at twelve ten. It'll be right here on Sportsnet five ninety. The Fan and Sportsnet. Mister Barker and myself will be back with Blair and Barker tomorrow from five to seven Eastern on Sportsnet five ninety. The Fan and across the Sportsnet Television Network. Thank you for joining us. And uh, a reminder, as always. Thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. Did you know that vehicles rust faster in warmer weather? As the weather warms and we all get ready for summer, make sure your vehicle is protected from rust with Crown. Visit crown.com for your nearest location.